0: LivingItUp.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. This is Scott and Teresa from Living It Up while well, beginning again. And this is Wednesday, and we're just blessed to have you with us. Honey, we have a great topic today. You want to read that topic?
1: Is your life on hold from being in limbo? Well, if we allow it, being on the fence can be a breeding ground for fear, mental exhaustion, and stability like you know, a real hell on earth. So if you're in neutral right now from waiting on another person's decision or from your own decisiveness, we want to help you. We totally get it.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And there's a great there's a great parable that Jesus spoke about in in, in Luke. Uh, Luke uh sixteen, nineteen through thirty one. Has to do with uh, the rich man and Lazarus. And I'd like to read I'll read this to you. Um, it said, Jesus said there was a certain rich man who was spl- splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. That's kind of nasty. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And his soul went to the place for the dead, which would be hell. There in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tongue, the tip of his finger, in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now here he is being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over from where you are, and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in the place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even if someone raises themselves from the dead. Wow. You know, there it is right there. I mean, (laughs) it seemed like Lazarus there was in limbo. You know, and he he definitely experienced the uh, the hell, uh that we're that we're speaking about today. Um, you know, he was in limbo because he had all this money, and and there's nothing wrong with with having wealth, but he didn't utilize it at all. At well, I mean, he didn't he didn't try to help the poor. He didn't he didn't he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, you know even acknowledge Lazarus. And in the end, Lazarus, all he wanted was to be with God. And that was his desire. And he wasn't on the fence like uh, like the rich man. Lazarus was all in for Jesus. And so his reward was eternity. And I think it's interesting here when it says the rich man shouted to have Lazarus Dip his finger in water just to cool his tongue. Well, and when Lazarus was was alive, the rich man wouldn't even look at him because he had he had leprosy. And he had sores all over him. And look how his how his attitude changed. You know that that now he looks at Lazarus to help him. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. I mean, it's a great parable. I I, I really encourage everyone to read it. Um. But you know, being on that fence is a dangerous place to be.
1: Well, and that was—that's the worst limbo that you can absolutely be in. That the limbo that we're t- we're talking about. I mean, my mom used to talk about this story a lot, and that was just a depiction of what just hell was like. I mean, he just wanted a drop of water. That's how bad it was. That's how bad that hell was. And so the parallel for for what we're where we're going with this. Part of it will be in the end, but for right now, being in limbo on Earth is hell. It is hell on Earth. But you know, it's also a time that, if you're if you're in a good place, a a somewhat good place, that you can take kind of step back and take a look at how how you're responding and how you're reacting in this situation. It's a great time to be able to take those negative things that are coming up in you to God and say. You know, the pressure's on, and this is what's coming out of me. Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it resentment? You know, is it just sadness? Is it if the onlys or what ifs? All that is a breeding ground during limbo, during that limbo time. Relief comes, though, when limbo stops. Mm -hmm. And, boy, that's when your thinking can straighten out. So if you're in the middle of this situation, let it be a time to examine what's going on with you and take it to God. Because it doesn't matter if it's a marriage or if it's a new job or if things are going bad in your life or you've just had a crisis. That's pressure. And whatever is simmer, simmering in, in us, that pressure is going to bring it to the surface. As long as things are manageable in our life, we can manage our emotions. But when something goes wrong, that's when that stuff comes out. And that's when it's a great time to just kind of get on a back branch, kind of put yourself in a cocoon like a boat. Just get in a dock and let God do a work in you so that when you're not in limbo anymore and that relief comes, you're better because of it. And you'll be able to, to see all the lessons in it and the good in it and to see, you know, Unfortunately, maybe some of those things didn't have to happen, but they did. But there can be great transformation from, from that. And it also, um, it's going to build your trust in God. It brings uh, patience. You have, you're powerless over these situations. If it's someone else's decision, you're powerless over that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to turn that over to God. There's not a thing you can do except go on and do the next right thing in front of you. That's all you can do. And just pray for that God will speed it up, but it's still going to come to pass when he, when he and everybody else that's involved puts everything in place. So really, it's a time to reflect and not to fixate. It's a time to see God in it when it's over and to see, you know, how he's going to work it all out.
0: You know, and, and not only to see God when it's over, but to see God through it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, through the situation, you know, um, that's what God, you know, that's, that, that, that's who our God is. I mean, he works through through our situation. You know, he's the one that we give it to. And, and you can see here in the parable where really what kept uh, the rich man in limbo was his selfishness. That's what kept him in limbo all those years. You know he couldn't get past that. You know he couldn't even see an inventory of his own sin through because he thought he had everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in the end he had nothing. You know, because you know the old saying, you can't take it with you.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: but what you can take is your 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 salvation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can take your 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 eternity.
1: And if it's a situation that ended up being a life or death situation for you, look for God's protection in it. You know, if, if you came out of it alive, pretty much unscathed or, or maybe just a little bit, look back on that and be grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just, you know, just be cavalier about it and say, I just was not my time to go. Well, we don't want you to do that. We want you to see God in it. See if evidence of his protection is right in front of you, right in front of your face. You know, it could have gone a lot worse maybe. Maybe you got a doctor's report, and they said, you know, if you'd have come in just a little bit later, the news wouldn't have been so great. Is that God? Well, is it? We would like to think so. You either believe or you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to say, yeah, God uh, put a sense of urgency in you or someone spoke to you or there's something that got you in that doctor's office. Okay? And now, you know, aren't you glad? And that's just one scenario. There are a million of them out there. But just find him in it and thank him for it. And you know what? Get into his word during this time. We want people to fall in love with their Bible. We really do. It is living, breathing. It's what he's, it's one of the things that he's left for us. If you're following him and, and uh, you've asked, asked him to fill you with your Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit. You've got his word. You can sense his presence. And let that be a time that you really get into his word because when you're in his word, those, those scriptures will just fall off the pages because that's him speaking to you. You could see a passage in there that you've seen your whole life, but all of a sudden, wow, it, it, it came alive. Okay? Yeah. Maybe you weren't in the word as much as you'd like to before this happened, but let, don't, don't, don't let it be a time where you're angry and you don't turn to God. Turn to him okay turn to him it's a time of just being so raw and that is not a great word but it is when you're raw like that just just, just go to him maybe you're angry look up every scripture that applies to you or that jumps out at you about angry, anger and just read them read them out loud out of the word and read the verses that follow in the next chapter and the chapter before that and, and just wait on God and see how he speaks to you this could be one of the greatest times of your, of your life as far as growth And peace. That's right. And how do we know? Because we've already been there, done that, and uh, there'll be more of it coming as long as we live. It's going to happen. But you know what? He's still there. He's still there.
0: That's right. You know, and and being in limbo, you know, one of those things about that is, you know, in the scriptures, you know, God does not want us to be lukewarm. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us to be on the fence. You're either in or you're out. Okay. So, you know, we encourage you to be in, okay? Because that's, that's how God can help you. He can't help you if you're, if you're teetering on the fence, okay? But he wants your loyalty, you know, because believe me, he is so faithful to us.
1: And believe us, you have his.
0: Yes. And so his faithfulness to us, to all of us, is what he desires from us. Mm-hmm. Not to be on the fence and to desire him.
1: You know, honey, there's some people listening here in limbo about their salvation and their walk with God. I know, I uh,
0: know there is, and you know, we don't want you to be in limbo. God does not want you to be in limbo. okay? We'd love for you right now if you are, if you're thinking to yourself, you know what man, I am on the fence. I don't know if I don't know if I have God in my life or not. Well, if you're thinking about it and you're asking yourself that question, of the time, you probably don't. So we just encourage you right now to to pray with us. Um, Pray that he would uh, take control of your life, that you'd give your life to him, and you would have salvation from right now to eternity. Get off the fence. Don't be in limbo. Let's all get get in and go all in for God. Mm -hmm. So if you would pray with us, And know that you are saved. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for who you are. Jesus, I I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven because now I'm asking you, please, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, I don't want to be in limbo anymore. I don't want to teeter on the fence. I'm all in for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we thank you so much, especially those that, you know, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, we'd love to hear from you at info at org, or send any kind of prayer request. It's our honor to be able to pray for you.
1: And we know there's people that needed to hear this and Mm -hmm. we've had a heck of a time recording again. If you're following us, you might see that we've uh, posted some more episodes from the past. It's because we've had so many technical difficulties and so... We're just going to believe it's because a lot of people need to hear this. That's right. And uh, this is uh, actually, we'll be up perfectly honest. This is Tuesday night. It's uh, 945 our time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get this fresh tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, we're just so honored to be able to have gotten back on the air, so to speak. Yeah. Back that's, into cyberspace.
0: That's right. And, and, you know, today's Wednesday. And <laughs> and uh, so, you know, start start praying right now about about a church this weekend if uh, they have a mentorship and discipleship program and
1: don't be in limbo about it.
0: No, not at all because that, that person can help you with your new exciting walk with Jesus Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Yeah. we' well, just kind of staring at each other. there's nothing else left to say. Anyway, so um, again, we're honored to have uh, been blessed with your time. We hope you're better than you were before you listen and we want you to keep living it up.
0: Well beginning again.